you have questions, he's got answers. It's Brian Mudd's Q&A of the day. News Radio 1290 WJNO. Yeah, today's Q&A, what's the best type of mortgage right now? This is brought to you by Melissa Nash's Checkmark Collections. Each day, I feature a listener question sent by one of these methods. You may email me, Brian Mudd, at iHeartMedia.com. Hit me up on social at Brian Mudd Radio. You may also use the iHeartRadio Talkback feature. Just go to WJNO inside of the iHeartRadio app. Tap on the microphone button. You may lay down your message right there, perhaps for a future Q&A. And today's note is this. Brian, I wanted to get your thoughts on something. My son is looking at buying his first home, a condo, and is wondering what the best mortgage to go with is because of the high mortgage rates. I've always gone with a fixed rate mortgage, but I'm wondering if it's worth looking at an adjustable. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question um, to ask, good conversation to be having generally. And, you know, my two cents on the subject is that looking at an adjustable rate mortgage isn't just a good idea currently. It may be the best idea for most, for most who are considering purchasing a property with a mortgage right now. However, there's a lot more that's worth considering before deciding on an adjustable rate mortgage. On the surface, an adjustable might seem sensible because mortgage rates are the highest that they've been in years, and there's an expectation that they'll come down over time. Given recent history, that seems logical enough. Taking a bit of a longer-term view at the history of mortgage rates paints a potentially different picture that makes the decision anything but a slam dunk. So let's start by taking a look at mortgage rates historically and where we are today, because I have a feeling it is bound to surprise many. So what do you think the 50-year average mortgage rate is for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage? You think about that. 50-year average mortgage rate on your 30-year fixed. I know that uh, that Joel had an idea about this. I was hoping you wouldn't come back to me on this because I feel stupid now. (laughs) You don't need to feel stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I guessed around four somewhere. And you were a first-time home buyer, what, like four years ago now? Uh, 2020, November 2020. Okay, so three years ago. Yeah, uh, and I think that's a big part of this. I I think there is a generational thing. I also think there is a, um, you know, a a, a window where people who have been paying attention would, you know, think that it's just kind of always been the way it was. Now, in reality, the average historic mortgage rate on a 30-year fixed, is it 5%? Is it 6%? Well, even if you were to guess 7%, you would still be low. The average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 7.74%. What's today's rate? 7.7. No kidding. So while the news and the narrative has focused on what we now collectively call high mortgage rates, the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is almost exactly, almost exactly the average historic mortgage rate. Consider that there wasn't even a full year in which the average mortgage rate was below 7% until 1998. Again, we never averaged a year with lower than 7% mortgage rates until 98, and it didn't become the norm until 2002. 
What we have as a society is a serious case of recency bias, big time recency bias when it comes to mortgage rates, starting with the onset of the Great Recession and continuing through the impact of the pandemic. We had experienced a historic 13 year period of exceptionally low interest rates that led to record low mortgage rates. And in many ways, that window of time was the inverse of what we had experienced for 13 years from 1978 through 1990. Consider that during that 13-year window, the average mortgage rate was never below 10%, not below 10% for a full year. So in understanding this history and digesting the implications, it's extremely important before making assumptions about what rates might do from here. For much of this year, conventional wisdom from Wall Street to likely your street has held that the Federal Reserve would not only stop raising interest rates, but would start cutting rates. And that's obviously been a losing strategy for those who've played it that way. Once again, conventional wisdom has been anything but wise. To give you an idea of just how pervasive the wrongness on rates has been by the professionals who prognosticate these things, in a March CNBC Fed survey of Wall Street professionals, okay, so these are the pros, found that 86% of them thought the Federal Reserve would be cutting interest rates in the second half of this year. 86%. Well, not only has that not happened, the only question, not if the Fed's going to cut rates before the year's out, the only question is if the Federal Reserve may raise rates again when they meet next month. And I mentioned this for two reasons. First, for perspective, and second, because... One could have done their due diligence on this topic. One may be well-read on the topic, and in the end, the decision that's made based on that info could still be wrong. Also, if the experts have a hard time accurately projecting what rates are going to do in, in just a matter of months, how likely are they or you to accurately project what they're going to be years down the line when an adjustable rate mortgage starts to adjust to the current market conditions? So with that said, here are my thoughts on the situation. Obviously, the purpose of a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is rate assurity over a longer period of time. That makes a 30-year mortgage great if rates are great and not great if they're not. One of the mistakes I've commonly heard of strategically are buyers purchasing a home right now with a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage with the idea in mind that rates will trend lower, and when they do, they'll refinance at a lower rate. That mindset really isn't the most effective financially for two reasons that hit back at what's asked about in today's Q&A. It makes little sense to use a long-term fixed financial product to achieve a short-term outcome. If you lock into any longer duration fixed-rate mortgage with that thought in mind, the rates will decline and you'll refinance you'll likely be paying a higher interest rate in the short term and potentially pay for additional closing costs unnecessarily longer term as you're trying to time the market. There are at least two reasons why an adjustable rate mortgage makes sense for most people. Not everybody, but for most people right now. Currently, the average rate for a five-year adjustable mortgage is about 1.2% lower than for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. That provides monthly savings of about $81 per 100000 financed for a product that is rate-locked for up to five years if you want to hang on to it that long, which takes me to the next point. The average length of time someone owns a home 
is eight years. That means there are an awful lot of people who are selling their homes within five years of buying it anyway. For anyone who isn't buying their forever home, that absolutely should be taken into account. Otherwise, for those who believe that rates will trend lower over time, an arm likely makes more sense because you can save money on those lower rates today with the aim of refinancing at lower rates down the line anyway. But do be mindful about what I mentioned originally. Rates are today where they've averaged being historically. So it may be the case that five years from now, Rates are really close to where they are today. There just are are no guarantees that way.